Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Ricky Scupero founded a website, a, an app. He's on YouTube. He streams from his website. It's called endtimeheadlines.org. And I'll just be honest with you guys, everybody on the big picture, and especially those that watch the big picture live with Sandy and I every Sunday night at 7 p.m., you've seen his articles because many of the news items that we use, we get from his great website. He is a voice in this moment and a blessing, and many of the people that watch this program came here because of our connection with this great man. And it is one of my highest honors to welcome, not just tonight, but every month to a brand new show, The Kingdom Intelligence Report. Everybody welcome Ricky Scopero. The crowd is going off. Calm down, calm down. They love you. How's it going, brother? Man, what a blessing it is to have you, Ricky. How are you in the wonderful state of Georgia, you and your family? Uh, we are blessed. It has finally stopped raining. Man, wow. it rained and rained and rained, and I'm I'm thankful that the rain is over and you can actually enjoy the weather. So we are blessed, brother. It's not as humid as Alabama, I can tell you that. So That is, is true. Nice. There's a special kind of humidity <laughs> in Alabama. There is no doubt. Well, Ricky, uh, this is exciting. This is our first night of the Kingdom Intelligence Report, and uh, you and I talked privately about this for a while you know, I've been following you for years uh, and really had no idea who ran End Time Headlines until I really started watching your videos. I was I was really going to the news items, to the website, and I started watching your videos like so many other thousands of people around the world have done and do on a regular basis. And you've been doing this for a long time, and I'm, I'm going to show everybody this website. It's endtimeheadlines.com. This is and how, how ironic the top headline today is about Alabama, <laughs> where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was something special for you right there. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, so you can get, ladies and gentlemen, you can get trending news. I encourage everyone every day of your life, you know, forget about CNN, Fox News, and all this. Find you websites that people are speaking from a kingdom perspective, showing you things from the Word of God, and well, how it ties into it. And that's the key, that's the endtimeheadlines.org. So, Ricky, uh, for those, most people know who you are, but there may be some people that are not familiar with End Time Headlines that are going to be going there. What caused you to do something like this, to start a website? How long How long have you had this website, and why did you start End Time Headlines? Um, well, I started. The, the reason why I started it was just, it was a, it was a call. Um, everybody that's watching this, you know, if you're in ministry of any facet, uh, uh, Bishop, you understand this, you know, Paul said, um, he talks about a burden. He said, God forbid, if I don't preach the gospel. And mm -hmm. I knew when I got saved in 2000, it was shortly after I knew God had called me into, uh, into the prophetic, uh, or the end time, ministry or to eschatology because i really had a, a deep hunger for that and i would uh, i would just glean from uh what we call the generals of bible prophecy yes. and uh, so i started doing that and i had a facebook page uh this was before twitter was big and wow. there was no instagram and TikTok or any of that stuff or e even youtube man there was nobody really doing a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. and i had a facebook page i was bored with it getting ready to call it quits getting ready to shut it down 
And I had multiple pastors that I was networked with at that time when I lived out in Louisville, Kentucky, that told me, hey, you need to pray about, you know, before you shut this down, how God can use this as a platform. So I did. Mm. I did that. I prayed about it, went to bed one night, woke up, literally woke up uh, in 2010. And it was like this was in my heart. It was in my spirit, like branded on me in time headlines news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. Wow. It was, I never saw it out there, didn't see it, didn't, you know, uh, didn't snatch it off the internet or nothing. So I just, I created this page and I started taking, you know, trending headlines, take a world events. And I would give it, you know, my uh, opinions from a prophetic perspective aligned with the, with the scriptures. Uh, mm. And look, I mean, uh, I just thank God that the Lord was on it and the Holy Spirit Amen. was on it because he's confirmed it. We, I, where we're at now, our ministry has taken off. I'm just blown away. It's, it's all the Lord brother. And, and, Amen. and our just real quick, 20 seconds, how we got yep. our, if you look at our ETH, uh, I don't know if you can pull this up, but we have an, uh, our official ETH logo, the branded logo there, but it. how it came up. If, when you look it up, there's four, uh, there's four blood moons on there with a solar eclipse in the middle. And it is crazy how I got that was that actually came from a dream. Uh, I, wow. in a, I had a dream and where in which I saw four blood moons, didn't know anything about blood moons, didn't, didn't know about tatrads or anything like that. Started researching. I, far, I found Mark Biltz on the internet there and I go. was blown away. Yeah, there it is right there. That's, that's actually, some of y'all don't even know that that's the history of how ETH low wow. our, our branded logo came about because I had a web designer came to me privately when we were trying to get the the uh, the design for the website and for the logo and he said what what do I you what do you want and I said I don't really know yet let me pray about it we both prayed about it I had this dream and I knew it right then that was it and we shared wow. it and it's it's just sad ever since so well yeah. and you you may have already said this and I might, might have missed it but how long ago was that. That was 2010, so 13 years ago. Wow, 13 years. And, and over those 13 years, so many of you have got your news, your eyes have been open. You know, nowadays the word is you've been red-pilled. Ricky helped you red get red-pilled. Uh, you, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He opened up your eyes. That to, a, to That's why we call this show The Big Picture is because, you know, that's, you know, I just sort of, I was getting ready to be a, pop all and just sort of slow down and sit on the back porch with my, my grandbaby. And, and God said, Nope, you got to join the voices, the few voices, the few no. remnant voices that are out there. And uh, so that's when we jumped on YouTube. So I'm, I'm really appreciative, uh, Ricky, for all the hard work, the dedication, the persistence that you have had. I mean, it'd been so easy for you to just get discouraged because I've learned real quick doing this, that it's easy, easy, easy to get discouraged. And, uh, but you oh, keep, yeah. you keep going, you keep going. So, so, Ricky, let's get into the Kingdom Intelligence Report uh, today, and a, a few things that that have concerned us on our show, and as I know has concerned you on your show, that you and I were talking off air about, is everything that's going on with the United Nations. The United Nations, you know, the Agenda 2030 is rapidly coming before us. There are all kinds of other things and initiatives that they've put out. We've talked about the World Health Organization and the power grab that they are playing and so forth. So this first article, I want us to put the headline up and then I, then you just feel free to, to share your heart and the information, the intelligence that you have gotten. Uh, I want to just throw two headlines up here 
and the, because they run together. One of them is the United Nations Summit of the Future will set the stage for a new world, new global order in 2024. Think about that, y'all, 2024. Right. And then the, the next one is the United Nations is planning to seize global emergency powers with President Biden's support. So what are you hearing on this power grab and, and, and then extend that on out to whatever else you're feeling right now that is going on with the United Nations? What should we be concerned about and what should we be looking for? Well, the first thing I want to say, it's interesting, you know, when you look up the United Nations, uh, the very definition of it, it's a global uh, organization to promote peace and safety. Hmm, yeah. I thought that was interesting. It's a global yeah, organization to promote peace and safety. Um, now, keep that in mind, because I want to show everybody towards the end of this broadcast, the prophetic significance of this and how I believe, yeah. I believe the United Nations uh, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, all these elites, these elitist organizations, I believe they're all going to play a role in the prophetic end times. Yes. Um, so to answer your question about going to this article here, um, it's interesting because a researcher, uh, a director, he's a research director at the Heartland Institute and New York Times bestseller of the, an author of Independence Day, unleashed a warning to Americans that they may soon be losing their independence. And wow. consequently, he shared this information right towards, uh, it was right around Independence Day that we just celebrated. Mm -hmm. uh, his name's Justin Haskins. He, writ, uh, he wrote a publication in The Federalist, uh, and it was regarding a series of proposals to be considered at the United Nations next year, which, by the way, consequently happens to be an election year for the United States. Exactly. Tell um, Right. And there's one without going into great detail here. When you go through this article and I encourage you, if you if you have time in your spare time, you guys can go and read the Federalist. Uh, it, that's the publication of this. There is one particular part in there where uh, Mr. H uh, Haskins is concerned and he talks about emergencies under emergencies. Mm. And I want to just read this quote. The proposal might be the biggest attempt power grab in the history of the united nations wow if approved the united states as we know it could cease to exist what right and again everybody's had their eyes on the world economic forum and i'm not saying that we should be watching them yeah but here's an establishment the united nations mm -hmm. and they've been here for a long time i think it was in was since what 1940 something that they yeah. were established um this summit of the future mm. is being planned by the international bureaucrats who make up the entire united nations uh ex they're expected to adopt a quote pact for the future now that's interesting so in other words it's going to be a collaboration of nations and leaders so let's go down here a little bit on this article okay there is a plan, again, it's all from the UN. There's a plan for a new emergency platform. Now, where does this sound familiar to anybody? Oh, let's yeah. Let's think back. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let's think back, what, 2019, 2020? Mm -hmm. uh, what, and we'll call it uh, 
what Bishop calls the want want, yeah. um, <laughs> the, the emergency platform that was instituted. Yep. Um, a stunning proposal to give the United Nations significant powers in the event of a, here it is, a future global shock. And they even said plural tense, future yeah. global yeah. shocks. Yeah, yeah, global shocks. Mm, come on. Such as another worldwide pandemic. Wow. Uh, now, wow. we know there's been prominent voices out there that has warned of this. Uh, I don't want to uh, I don't want to name names, but one whose initials is BG um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, has warned that it's not a matter of if, but when yeah. uh, you, you guys. And I know Bishop has talked about this on his program. We've talked about this on End Time Headlines. Look at this stuff. Uh, did you guys know mm. that there was uh, genetically modified mosquitoes that was mm. created and unleashed uh, in the state of Florida? And now, consequently, we have malaria breaking out. Now, we we, we talked about that in malaria. So you're saying you've got evidence and you're, you're hearing that this so-called out-of-nowhere malaria is tied to actually genetically modified mosquitoes. Oh, well, no, I, I can't say that, but mm. I'm saying what I'm saying is, come on, like yeah, of exactly. all the states, of all the states of in the in America, that's it. The only, consequently, the only state where these genetically modified mosquitoes were released, and we're talking about, we're not talking about a couple dozen here, guys. We're talking about thousands of them released, and now here we go. Well, we fast forward. Uh, I want to. I don't have it right in front of me, but it's like a year, two years later, and we consequently have malaria cases popping up, which is unprecedented. Uh, and biblically, this can fall under, you know, pestilence. And, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. The the governor or or the director of the Department of Health in Florida issued an emergency status for yes, cer certain counties. There's certain counties that are under a malaria emergency. I believe it was Sarasota. Sarasota was under emergency and, and other uh, other locations there in Florida. So, again, some of you guys may be from Florida. You probably know about this, but just, you know, FYI, just keep that in mind. Absolutely. Um, so, anyway, this, uh, this plan for this new emergency platform is already being laid out. Now, uh, Larry, remember, I want to refresh your memory and refresh the audience memory. Keep this in the back of your mind. Emergency uh, platform or these, uh, these, this pack for the future, emergency platform, they're making all these uh, provisions for this stuff. Remember that article or the report that came out where there was all these members of the government, I believe, I want to say they were congressmen or senators, and they were given emergency phones that were these satellite phones. Yep. And when you read the reasoning for this was they wanted to be able to hold communication in the event of some type of an emergency situation. Right. Right. Uh, so again, we got to remember all this. So let me read this quote. Once triggered, interesting language here. Once triggered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. The emergency platform. Now listen to this would give the UN the ability to actively promote and drive an international response that places the principles of equity and solidarity at the center of its work. The wow. UN would bring together the stakeholders of the world 
including <laughs> academics, governments, private sector actors, wow, and international financial institutions to ensure there is a unified global response to the crisis. Wow. Listen to this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, In other words, now the United Nations would be given unprecedented authority over the public. And here's the scary part, private sectors of huge swaths of the world ready in the name of battling a yet unknown crisis. So this leaves Hmm. what the, the scary thing about this is it leaves this big, uh, questioning out there. What is the next? And this is what we all, I know among all of us in prophetic circles, we're trying to figure out what's going to be the next major event. Is it going to be economic? Is it going to be some type of natural disaster? Is it going to be, uh, well, how about look at the weather guys? Look what's going on with the weather. Yeah. Well, and they, and they, they came out, you know, we say a lot here on the show and in private, we always say, you know, the, the catch the phrase that people, it's a little silly phrase, but it's true. They're saying the quiet thing out loud and out they're saying out loud. They're admitting now. I don't know if you saw it and I might've got it from your side. I can't remember where I saw it, but, and I think I did get it from your side about they they've decided to embrace this blocking the sun technology. They were going to block the sun and, and how were they going to do it? It was so we were sitting doing this, reading this live and we were just shocked that they basically were openly confirming chemtrails. They were talking about, you know, we'll, t- we'll put chemicals in an airplane. We'll, f- we'll go all the way up to the stratosphere and we'll release chemicals out into the clouds and we'll create clouds to block the sun. And when we read that, we was like, okay, you just confirmed to the world that you have been manipulating the environment. And so, so we have them manipulating our food supply. We have them manipulating the weather. We have them manipulating our economy. We have them manipulating nations. And I think what you're saying, Ricky, is that, you know, we're looking for what is it going to be? Is it going to be this, this version, this version? I mean, it's possible. It could be just a massive conglomerate of all of them because they are such, they're on such a determined timeline to get to this magical 2030, which is now coming up on six years away, six and a half years, they got a lot of stuff to get to those 17 sustainable goals. So do you feel like that all these things that you're talking about with the United Nations coming forth, these power grabs, the World Health Organization, is all of this a part of expediting their uh, ownership of the world by 2030? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm going to show you. Let me say this one thing and then I'll shift gears here and I'll show you some even more concerning. Because I know some people listen to this and they just kind of, you know, they kind of glaze over because we've heard so much of this stuff. But I'm going to I'm going to hit you right at home in just a second where it's going to affect us preachers that are listening, us who share the gospel. But let me go back to the the manipulating. Do you hear how many times he said manipulating this, manipulating that? That in itself is frightening. If you think about it, here we are, the United States, uh, and working with Europe, trying to block out the sun. You've got China trying to create a sun, mm. an artificial sun. You've got you've got um, CERN trying to you know fire up this Holdren Collider, trying to recreate the Big Bang thing. So yep. when 
I don't see any good coming out of this. Well, I've said this over and over again. You've got gene splicing. You've got hybrids. You've got artificial intelligence. You've got weather manipulation. I mean, it's like if we even make it to 2030, what is the world going to look like? I That's mean, what's going to be so real? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So I want to, uh, I want to bring, since we're on the subject of the United Nations, Yes. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about this aspect. Here's an article. Uh, I'm going to read this quote. UN expert argues that religious beliefs must change to accommodate the alphabet community. Wow. Or ideology. Wow. So let me let me read this right here. In this article, I'm just going to pull out the highlights here for sake of time. This UN, this UN independent expert on sexual orientation, didn't even know there was such a thing, but right, obviously right. apparently there is. But not only is he an expert on sexual orientation, he's an expert on gender identity, because we've got to wow. have an expert on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he presented a report to the 53rd session of the UN Human Rights Council, arguing that, re listen to this, religious freedom is not incompatible mm. uh, Oh, excuse me, incompatible with equality for LGBT persons. He went on to say basically that long held religious beliefs and traditions must be subservient to the LGBT wow. ideology. Whoa. Wow. This is being pushed from the United Nations. Religious communities and LGBT ideology would not come into conflict if only religions only religion communities would interpret their own doctrine correctly. Wow. Let me give you the interpretation of what they're saying here. Basically, if you believe what the Bible says, then you're going to have to change your beliefs and your traditions to accommodate the United Nations view on orientation and gender and this and again watch this it's to cater to one group now and if you think you're like well you know i don't know about all that i don't know if that's going to be well did you know that there was also in all of the details of this all this is in collaborated together the united nation is encouraging social media users to report people. Yeah. Oh my goodness. For online hate speech. The United and Nations. The United Nations, right? This is not. This is not Google. This is not Zuckerberg. This is not Elon Musk. This is the United Nations, which again, they their establishment was to bring about peace and mm. safety and a global ordinance to the world. Hey, I think I've heard those words before said by somebody real famous named Jesus, when they shall say peace and safety. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay, it's, okay. It's, I'm telling you, uh, listen, what we're seeing happen right now mm. is wow. literally, uh, and I don't want to get into the whole theology of some of these best Christian, uh, these top prophetic Christian novels and movies, but I'm telling you, What's happening right now with the UN and and, and all yep. these organizations, brother? You could make you could publish a great movie out of this stuff. I mean, it literally looks like stuff that we've watched for years yep. is like leaping off of it, and, and we're playing it out in real time. Absolutely. Um, let me read this right here real quick. It says, um, 
the UN published a tweet. Yes, the UN gets on Twitter and they tweet. They it's bizarre, isn't it? They uh, in a tweet that they published uh, to help people become more aware of the consequences associated with hate speech online. The organization linked their guide to quote how to deal with hate speech. Wow. And specifically online, which includes reporting it to government authorities. My goodness. Let that sink in. And by the way, guys, they there's a new software out there. We talked about this on a podcast on End Time Headlines. There's a new software out there I don't have in front of me. I can't give you the name for it, but we talked about it. There is an AI software now that the UN, the White House, and all these governments around the world are all jumping on board and using this that's going to do all the legwork for them. And it's going to censor, it's going to snuff out and and deal with online hate speech. Now, Larry, let me ask you a question. Have you ever, uh, I challenge you to do this. Go to YouTube under their policies, Facebook, and look up what hate speech consists of because it's very vague. Very vague. Now, why do you think it's very vague? Yeah, tell it. Yeah, because it can be, folks, listen, I'm telling you, I've said this before, this book, the Bible, is going to be in the future. I don't know when it's going to be. It could be six months, it could be a year, it could be five years, ten years, but this book is going to be the target of hate Mm. speech because of what's in it. And what it says, again, is going to be interpreted as. Look at this article. Haley Bieber, which is the wife of Justin Bieber, who, by the way, claim to be Christians. Right. Say it. Uh, along with over 250 celebrities mm. have all joined the pack. I guess that's the theme today is just the international, you know, collaboration of players coming together for one cause. But here you go. You have 250 of these celebrities who are all coming together. And they're in, they've endorsed a public letter Think about calling it. for Instagram, YouTube, and other social media platforms to ban hate, harassment, and disinformation associated with, guess what group? Right, the alphabet. Right. So in this, I'm not going to list all these, but we're talking about Haley Bieber, Sam Smith, Chi. That's shock. That's yeah, real shock exactly, in there. Exactly. <laughs> and then you've got, but you've even got, uh, you've got Sean Mendez, Camilla Cabello, Gabriel Union Wade, uh, Ariana Grande. You've got all these Hollywood celebrities and musicians and all these that are, they're pushing. Right. Uh, because, you know, there's not enough censorship on social media. Come uh, on. There's not enough banning, not enough shadow banning, not enough flagging content. So they got to, They've got to push it even further. Yep. Um, again, so we're talking about the United Nations. Did you know that the United Nations, brother, did you know that uh, the UN is now rolling out human-looking robots to take questions at a Geneva news conference? Oh, my goodness. So how ironic that the UN would spearhead promoting... Yeah. The right. very thing that all the uh, the tech giants, or I shouldn't say tech giants, but these innovators like Elon Musk 
and all these people that's the, the the who's who that's been on the inside of creating this stuff have all come out. Uh, one of them was a former uh, employee at Google. All these guys have come out and they've warned that AI is uh, is now becoming to the point where it's creating a reason. It's creating the ability to think. Right. And so, of course, the UN would be the ones rolling this out. Let me read this little excerpt here. This is crazy. Wow. The, a United Nations, this is from the Boston Herald. A UN technology agency assembled a group of robots that physically resembled humans at a news conference uh, recently, inviting reporters to ask them questions in an event meant to, quote, spark discussion about the future of artificial intelligence. The nine robots were seated and posed upright along with some of the people who helped make them at a podium in, at a Geneva conference for what the UN's International Telecommunication Union billed as the, quote, world's first news conference featuring humanoid social robots. Think about this. Go ahead, brother. You got are something? You, Go ahead. Are, are you? Are, okay. So the robots took questions. <laughs> yeah. And and they answered on their own. On right. their own intelligence. They did yeah. not somebody was not sitting there typing their responses. They heard the yeah. questions and then answered. Yep. And and guess who was among the robots? Among them was Sophia. Remember oh, Sophia? Oh, I remember Sophia. I know Sophia. Yep. The first robot innovation ambassador for the UN development program. Are y'all hearing this? So, uh, look, so the, guys, again, this you can't make this stuff up. So they're doing a question and answer with humans asking AI-generated robots about AI. I mean, that's not biased at all, is it? <laughs> no, I mean, no, what, what would you no. go wrong there? Should um, we be scared of you, Sophia? Should we be afraid of you? Are you the Terminator? What do you think they're going to say? Uh, yes, we're going to wipe all of humanity out. No, they're going to say, we love you. We care about you. We're here to help you. Right. And, and look, did you know that there is court systems in the world that are already paving the way for robot judges that will use AI to pass sentences without human bias. Unbelievable. Uh, the Daily Star did it. We did a report on this a while back. The Daily Star said that human element can be flawed. So in an effort to prevent that, listen to this. This is crazy. Law firms are already using computer algorithms to perform background research and other tasks traditionally performed by human staff. But this is just the beginning because we will soon see courtrooms with instead of a human flesh and blood judge with a gavel wow. that has the ability and the power to either sentence someone to life or death or sentence, whatever. <sighs> and we're going to exchange that for A.I., well, you know, I even heard an article, not not that, but I heard something similar to that where a particular court or judge or something had used AI and allowed them to do a test run of of of, of giving a, a, a sentence or a, a judgment. And in their judgment, this AI cited a legal action, a legal precedent that never happened. 
they made up the legal precedent and cited it in the in their judgment. And nobody it was worded so perfectly, nobody knew that it was a completely made up precedent. So you're wow. talking about we've got judges now, you're saying we're already moving in that direction that are going to determine the future of our lives. And they are so good at what they do, they have the ability to manipulate, there's that word again, the court system to even create precedent and cite it in such a way to be the justification for sending a human to prison and it don't even exist. But yet we are just spending trillions of dollars. We keep, these people, what kills me is they keep coming out. Last night we covered on the Big Picture Live that um, that open uh, open AI, the owner of ChatGPT, has now, now has, wants to comfort us because, Ricky, they have an entire team dedicated to making sure that open AI does not turn on us. And yeah, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, and that's going to, that's going to help you sleep better tonight, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. If you really want to help us know that this is not going to turn on us, shut it down, but you're not shutting it down. You're just creating this team to make us think that you're really trying to police it. But these people like what you're talking about, the ones that was at Google, the godfather of AI and all this, they they're quitting and they're they're on a mission now to tell the world basically it's it's almost too late it's too late you just oh, need absolutely. to right the 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 pandora's box has been opened yes this thing has been open you uh you can't put it back in the box and it's only going to get worse and worse i saw an interview where these uh uh, innovators and experts on this were talking about, they said that we're not even going to try to stop it. Like they, they literally said we can't stop it at this point, mm -hmm. but we can only try to integrate it into society. We have to accept this. And here's the scary part is just on a practical standpoint, how many people is going to lose their jobs to this? Exactly. Um, and, and then, and on that note, I want to kind of shift gears, and I know you want to do this too. I, I know you've been waiting for this. Well, I want to shift gears, and I want to take us on the prophetic perspective of this. Yes, please. That's yes. the whole point of this, right? Absolutely. So I can't help but to think when we go into, when we go to Revelation 13, we can see everybody who has uh, basic knowledge of Bible prophecy. It doesn't You don't have to have a degree in theology to see this. When you go to Revelation 13, you see that there will come a time in Revelation 13 is mid-trib of the tribulation. Yep. There will be a system that will be put in place and there will be two uh, players. We're going to use that term since the UN has been using this term. There'll be two players. These will be global players that will be there and that will be in control of this system. One will be the Antichrist. Everybody knows who that guy is. That's Revelation 13. Uh, he's the, the beast that comes up um, out of the out of the uh, out of the sea, and then you have the second player, which is the false prophet. Now, I'll be honest with you: most people, we spend a lot of time on the Antichrist. Come on, we just do. Everybody, you know, what are the traits of the Antichrist? How do you identify the Christ? Will the or the Antichrist? Will the Church be here to see the Antichrist? I mean, debates after debates. We could spend hours on the Antichrist, and we have. There's been entire books, novels, movies, series. Everything's been spinned on the But let me ask our audience a question here. How many novels, books, 
movies, segments, podcasts. How many of those have you seen about the false prophet? Wow. Very, very little. That is so And good. I don't know. And why is that? Because if you look at Revelation 13, and, I challenge, and I'm going to say something here, and it's going to make you get in your Bible and look, because you're going to say, well, I don't know about that, Brother Ricky, but you go look. It is not the Antichrist who issues the mark of the beast. Mm, that's right. Read it. It's the false prophet. You're exactly right. You, you're preaching truth right now, Ricky. Y'all need to listen because this man is helping you. And so now I don't want to get, you know, there's going to be, uh, if you put a group of 20 men in here of, that teach Bible prophecy, you're going to get 20 different angles. And, that, and that's the beauty of it. We all have, even Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John gave us all four different angles, but of the same truth. Yes. But so we see through a glass darkly. We know in part, we see in part, we know in part. None of us have it all figured out. Come on, I'm just being honest with you. None of us right. have it all figured out. But I believe with all my heart mm. that the image of the beast will be artificial intelligence. I'm just going to go on, on the you. record and say that. I agree. I 100% agree. Go ahead, Ricky. This is good. Revelation 13. I don't even, look, I preached this so many times. I don't even have the scripture pulled up. I, I know this by memory because I've, I've studied this so much. The, the false prophet mid trib begins. He, the Bible says that he orders or commands the people of the earth. Say that. To, to, yeah. Come on to create this image. Now question, I, I don't know about you, so but good. if, this joker got up and said, I want you to create this image. I'm going to be like, I don't, this is above my pay grade. How am I going to create this image that's going to both speak and live and cause as many uh, that would not to worship it? Uh, wow. So I believe, uh, Bishop, that the people that is going to be singled out to create this image is going to be the people like Elon Musk. Wow. The people like that Google engineer, the people that are, you know, the, the people that are creating this stuff. Now, look, I could be wrong. I'm not saying the Lord told me, so I don't want people to say that. The Lord didn't tell me this, but I believe in myself. This is me speaking. I believe there is something that's already been created that would make chat GPT look like child's play. I believe, I really seriously believe that. I believe there is things that we don't see that's not seen the light of day that's been created in back room somewhere, uh, whatever, and it is on hold. And this, yes. all this stuff is going to be readily available. Yes. And yes. when the time comes, mm. I believe that all this is going to come in play. And again, the false prophet, the false prophet does this. Um, That's right. He creates this image of the beast. He creates, he begins to institute the mark of the beast. Mm. Uh, You're which, right. You, you are so right. That is so true. Listen to what he's saying. Yeah, the Antichrist is, is the central figure. But the one that's doing all this is the false prophet. Right. And speaking of AI, have they not said that there is, uh, and we did a whole podcast on this, they are in the development of an AI religion. Right. Yeah. There is, uh, they've already instituted AI churches. Yeah. So let's put it together. If you've got an AI church that has an AI religion, that means there's going to be an AI God, little yep. G. 
Yep. Uh, and I would say God's. But again, all this is playing into this. And so, you have preachers. Yeah, yeah. You have preachers telling Chat GPT, write me a sermon. So now yep. you got AI preachers. Not only do you have AI actual actual people like the service that you're talking about where they all came together and heard this AI pastor, you got flesh and blood pastors preaching what AI is telling them to preach. Right. Keep going. No Keep going. You're doing Ghost. good. Keep going. Come on. Yeah, no Holy Ghost, no yep. inspiration, right. no devotional, no prayer, no intercession. They're lazy, lazy preachers. Lazy, These yes. Are the same preachers to get their sermons online. They're, they're not getting into the secret place, getting the word from God. Mm. Why should they? They got chat GBT. I mean, so good. The, the, the church, not the whole church. When I say that a lot of the church, but not everybody. Come on, they're right. still remnant. But yep. I'm talking about this this synthetic plastic church that we have today, they're going to be the first ones to embrace this nonsense. Yep. Uh, guaranteed. Um, but the thing that gets me is we know that if you go to Daniel 927, we know according to Daniel 927, now this is the Antichrist here. Yes. He will confirm a covenant with many for one week now scholars agree uh first of all that's seven years in hebrew right, right and this covenant with many is these nations and this alludes to the nation of israel okay mm. so notice that there's a man coming the antichrist he confirms a treaty or the bible calls it a covenant of seven years with the nation of israel he breaks this thing but again how does this man think about it church how does this man get this kind of power, influence? I Again, I believe that everything is falling in place. Yes, there's sir. Got to be a, there's got to be a, a global governance and presence available for him to take this seat of position. Look, guys, go back to Genesis 11. Mm -hmm. Genesis 11 was the first picture of the new world order. Yep. And, 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 oh, Bishop, you're going like this. Oh, come on. Do you know when? Let's, the, let's, oh, come on. You got to clean. Let him who has ears to hear, let him hear what it will. Listen to this real quick. Ready? I'm going to drop something on you. Come on. The Tower of Babel, which is a picture of the new world order, because they were all in one mind, one purpose, and they had this, one agenda. Yep. And, and by the way, there was all ethnicities there together. Mm-hmm. So this would be a global collaboration of quote players and almost, leaders, almost like a together. world forum or a united, right? Oh, but here's the crazy part. Read it. Go to Genesis 11. The Tower of Babel was built immediately following a major disaster that impacted the world. Oh, you oh, boom! That's it. You, oh, that's that's a nugget right there. Go, there keep going. Keep going. This is good. Flood. This is good. This is good. Yes. Yeah. There was a global flood, and it impacted the whole world. And watch this. The intent of Nimrod, uh, and I, I studied this from sources, uh, what we call uh, sources. They're like Jewish sources, like the book of Jasher and different places. And according to these sources, it says that the men of that day especially Nimrod, who was leading this charge, they believed that in the event that another flood would come, mm. that they were going to be one step ahead of God. Wow. 
so that they wow. it was a defiance against god they didn't even trust god they didn't even believe if these dummies would have known the word they would have known that god come on he put a rainbow come on the original the og rainbow the, the real OG. rainbow <laughs> the real rainbow was a covenant with the earth that he would never destroy it of a flood but here's the problem this is what we have today we've got we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but wrestle against principalities and powers remember uh, uh satan is the god of this world he's the prince of the power of the air so who is conducting all this who is orchestrating all this bishop i believe that if if those oh come on daniel said those who know their god shall do great exploits if we know the word of god and we study it and we know what solomon said he said that thing that which was is the thing that shall be, shall be and there's no new thing under the sun listen satan has already shown his hand in the past yes so this should not be surprised so if we want to know where we're going in the future you got to go in the past there was a there was a new world order established there was a global disaster uh hello cain was marked on his head what uh you, you, yes Cain. there was a mark on Cain's head all this stuff so <sighs> it's a picture of where we're going so if i was to read if if i go by what solomon said all right if i want to know where we're going i gotta go back to the past so i can sh i can tell you today friend that we need to watch out prophetically yeah for the arrival of the beast system system yep that's it the how can i put this the infrastructure the blueprint of the b system is here whether you're pre-trib mid-trib post-trib whatever you made mm -hmm. a great point everybody's looking for the antichrist and the reality right. is this we need we need to stop looking for the antichrist because before the antichrist can appear number one there's all kinds of things we could go down a bunch of rabbit trails there with that but you just made something very powerful very powerful point is whether you're mid-trib pre-trib post-trib don't matter one part of all of this, you whether no matter who's right, we can emphatically say we can look for and we will be able to see, and that is the system. We may, mm -hmm. you know, if you're pre-trib, you 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 understand that the Antichrist is probably alive. If you believe you're the final generation, probably will not be revealed to be emphatically the the Antichrist until after the pre-trib. You're, mm -hmm. you're you're gone. You're in heaven when it's revealed. Whether you're mid-trib, you'll You'll know him, you know, you won't really fully know that's him until he goes into the temple and, you know, commits abomination, desolation, all these kind of things. But the reality is this, wherever you stand on that eschatology-wise, on, on, the, on the rapture, you will be able to identify the system. And, and, right. and the, the system is what we're talking about, that, has, that, that the Antichrist, that the false prophet, that the whole system of the mark of the beast will come out of. And ladies and gentlemen, if you watch this show, if you watch end time headlines, if you watch the kingdom intelligence report or the big picture, or you watch any of these guys that are truly sound biblically and trying to open up our eyes to end time prophecy, you, and you don't know emphatically that the system of the beast is alive and well and is escalating and going into turbo speed. I don't even know what to say to you right now because you are completely deaf and blind spiritually. <laughs> it is the most obvious thing that any generation has ever seen. And with this onset of AI, as you've just talked about, 
that scripture that you mentioned where it says, and he calls and he tells the world to create the image, mm-hmm. and then he calls us all to bow and worship it. When you understand that no no generation before this generation could fully understand how that's possible until this generation. And I go that's back right. to I go back to that scripture and we'll 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 wind this down. And by the way, this is every month, every month. Right here, this week of the month, you will see Ricky Scapera with us on the Kingdom Intelligence Report on here, on his show as well. To those that are watching on End Time Headlines, we love you, and we appreciate you loaning uh, Ricky to and us we, once a month. And we're going to have Bishop on on End Time Headlines too. Well, That's I would be, I would be honored. Thank you so much. But, but I'll just tell you, uh, you're watching this. One thing before we wind this thing down, Ricky, is that a lot of times End Time Prophecy, if they've made it to this point, they get scared. They get worried. They they are just terrified. I mean, I don't want to take the mark of the beast. I don't want to have to face that. I don't want to have my head chopped off. All this kind of stuff that they've heard all their lives. You know, that's in scripture, but taken out of context. But but the enemy works in the door of worry and fear. So could Come you take on. just a couple of minutes, Ricky, but as we wind this down today, for people that might be scared, worried. Am I going to have to take the mark of the beast? If, if, if I use Apple Pay, am I using the mark of the beast? You know, all these kind of things. You know, what, am I, what do I need to do? What's the one thing that I need to do that might, no matter if pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib is correct theology, what do I need to do today to know that my heart is right and that I will be guaranteed to be with the Lord? Well, the Bible says perfect love casteth out all fear. That was a revelation that was given to me when I faced personal fears on different, you know, personal fears. And then I believe this covers all bases. So it boils down to this, guys, personal, red hot, devotional relationship with Jesus Christ. The, 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 you know, the scripture, if you want to go prophetic, Jesus said, he said, keep your, your, your waist girded about your lamps trimmed and full of oil. Yes. Because we don't know the the day or the hour. So what is he talking about here? In Bible times, when they pulled up, when they pulled to keep their loins girded about, they had to pull up their robe because mm. they they wore these robes. They would pull them up so that it would free their legs, so that they would have the ability at any given moment to run if need be. Wow. We've got a lot of things. Come on, there's people that are watching this. People that are listening to this, and you've got a lot. Of the the writer of Hebrews says there is weights. Mm. weights that weigh us down yes and and it prevents us from walking in freedom walking in uh and uh in that confidence because you've always got this you've got this fear you've got this worry but listen if you're in him if you're found in him you will not be found naked you will not be found ashamed whether you be pre-trib mid-trib post-trib like the bishop said you just got to be found in him be ready keep the oil in your lamp, keep the wick trim, keep on fire. Listen, I am far more concerned with about uh, about becoming lukewarm than I am about missing the rapture. Oh, I'm just gonna be on. honest with you That's because so listen, because the two are consequ- uh, the two are connected together. Because if you listen, if you go to Matthew 25, it's the lukewarm church that misses the bridegroom. Mm. It's not the on fire that keep the oil in the lamp and their wicks trim. They're ready for the bridegroom. They're ready for the hour that they do not. And they were ready to enter into the chambers. It was those who were just ha- having a complacent walk. So my answer to this is 
just seek the Lord, get on fire for God like never before. I know, listen, it's more difficult than it ever has been. I We could do a whole podcast on this and we could reminisce about 20 years ago and 30 year go, years ago and then 40 years ago, the hunger level in the church and, and how it is today. But I'm going to tell you, I'm... Um, I don't rely on corporate revivals to keep my fire burning. I got to get in my personal, come on, prayer yes. closet and get the fire burning, get the oil lamp, the oil and and the and the and the lamp and the fire burning. So that is, come on, Josh said it's for me and my house. Yes, we should serve the Lord and be ready. And Noah, one of the best uh, examples of being ready for things that we've never seen. Did you know that the world has never seen, uh, uh, this generation has never seen anything like the rapture, but there's been practice of it in the Bible. Yeah, Enoch was taken, Elijah mm-hmm. was taken, Mm-hmm. The Bible says the two witnesses will be taken. So God's had plenty of practice on this. So I'm not worried about his ability, come on, to, to be caught up together with him in the clouds when the trumpet sounds. But my, come on, what, what, what he's called me to do is be watchful and yes. be ready. So yes. let me say this real quick, and then we'll close this, because uh, I know you, uh, we're going to wrap this up. But if you're watching, if you're listening to this, we have a window of opportunity. Say it Ricky. right here, right now. And that is to take these podcasts, take messages like this, yep. take channels like uh, the Kingdom Intelligence Report, End Time Headlines, take these channels, take these tools, go into the harvest field. Because I'm telling you, I've been in a barber shop recently and there was young men in there that you could tell they've never heard anything like this. And wow. we got to talking about the events of the world. And I started talking about Bible prophecy. And I'm telling you, I had a pulpit, which was my chair while I'm getting my hair cut. And these people uh, had all these guys' attention. And I'm telling you, people are hungry yes. for the truth. They're hungry for this. And even though most preachers and teachers are not teaching on this, you find and you connect with the remnant of the watchmen that are sounding the alarm in this hour, and you do what the Lord's commands you to do. Yes, amen. Ricky, that's so good. That is so good. That is so powerful. Listen to the words of the man of God. That you know, I think about when they came back to Jesus, the disciples came back to Jesus, they said, Even demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said, Rejoice not that demons are subject to you in my name, but rather rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And the reality is that when it's all said and done, that is what's most important. Do you know Jesus Christ as not just a religious figure? Is he king and Lord in your life? Thank you once again, Ricky, and bless you for all that you do for the kingdom and helping people like me, being an example to me, and uh, we're we're following your footsteps. So anything we can do at the big picture and Solid Rock Church here, and then me personally that I can do to help you, we're always going to do that, and we're going to push people to your site. So thank you. Be blessed. Thank you so much again, Ricky. All right. Thank you, brother. We'll see you soon. Until next time, we always remind you on the big picture, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake and we are purposing in our heart to get your eyes wide open to the Kingdom Intelligence Report. See you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.